Good evening, waifus and husbandos, and welcome back to another edition of Waifu Cast. Waifu Cast. My name is Lana Kagers. And I am Orifice. I am Ryusuke. Hey. And also in the building, we have uh, 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 the artist only known as Trevin. Yes, Trevin only, whatever. We have Trevin, our artist. Uh, today he might have a few things to say today. Yeah, but you'll probably hear them through us because he's at a distance of fifteen not, kilometers. Yes. Anywho, <laughs> today we're gonna bring back the uh, what we've been doing segment for you guys because we feel like it's worth it. We feel like some shits happened and Kevin's not playing Xenoverse anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, or Lana Cage. Learn. Uh, before we get into that, though, uh, the topic of the day is going to be expectations versus reality in video gaming. Like, so, what we mean by that is like hype and stuff. Yeah. To start off, what we've been doing this week. Who wants to go? You want to go? Do you want to light this up? You know, what? I'm gonna go. All right. <laughs> I man, it's been an interesting two weeks. Destiny. Uh, no, not really, because this could get a little bit more personal. Because like Overwatch. I quit, no. Oh. I quit smoking cigarettes, oh. so I have been. I mean, today's day six. Mm-hmm. You know, the day we're recording this. You know, it's not a massive milestone, but it's definitely something of note. So, I I've been trying to fill my time with other stuff, and not or this week that we're, we're recording this and the week prior, we saw the re- release of Golf Story, Stardew Valley, and mm-hmm. Axiom Verge on the mm-hmm. Switch, and I picked up all three of those. And I mean, Golf Story. There's not enough that I could say good about that game if it's something that you think you'd be interested in. It's definitely an, a unique game. It's got a bit of Earthbound. It's got a bit of like um, you know the old school Super Nintendo JRPGs through its art style, and it's got it's got everything for an RPG fan wrapped up in a game about golf. And I love it so much because yeah. it's so non-traditional. Yeah, it, it's it's always interesting seeing like. Uh kind of silly stuff like that come out and mm-hmm. still be of good quality. Well, and it's like, it's got detail like for golf enthusiasts. It's like mm. the people who made the game took care to know what they were doing. And don't get me wrong, there's bugs in the game, there's problems with it for sure, but it's, for 15 bucks, you're getting, you know, 16 hours of gameplay if you cruise. You're getting, you know, a, that's enough. for That's yeah. more than a dollar, an hour, a dollar. Like, you can't really complain there. Um, it's this developer's first video, and the Reddit community compiled a list of bugs for them and sent it to the developer, and the developer's already pushing through a patch with most of those bug fixes intact. Yeah. Like, th- that's how you should work with your community. So, that's been great. And then this week, you know, that we're recording, that was last week, uh, the most important out of Stardew and Axiom Verge is Stardew Valley. I got sucked into that game, and I'm so glad that I put it off until now to play it. Because it's been out on everything. But I picked it up on the Switch because, you know, obviously I'm a dick ride the Switch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to. Even but, though he doesn't really like it that much. Yeah, not that much. <laughs> I'm starting to like it more, though. I'm starting to like it more. Because you hear at WaifuCast, how much you like something is how many hours you play with it. Yes. That's a, that's a fact. So I really love my dick. Yeah. <laughs> I start to like my Switch some more. We're getting there. We're having a... But Stardew Valley, um, I don't want to like really preach to you because I'm sure that you know, you've know you heard of it. And if you haven't, look it up. But it's a great, great way to wind down. It's a great relaxing game. Comfy, boys. Yeah, like you, you just play and just do stuff. You're not like under any 
stress really like you could set your own goals i love it it's just it's just a refreshing way to play especially after destiny because i love destiny still have great <clears throat> things to say about it but now that people are starting to hit max level and kind of wind down on their playing it's harder to get people together to do anything so what, what kind of game is stardew valley uh it's like harvest moon oh, but okay. it but it's got combat and other things involved too so it's 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 kind of like Rune Factory. It's exact. It's yeah. it's exactly like Rune Factory, but mecha- I feel like the mechanics at play are superior. Like the the guy who made it was made by one person. Stardew Valley was, and the guy Real who okay. the, he when he made it, he made it because he felt like the Harvest Moon series hadn't ma- made any improvements to the gameplay since the PlayStation game. Yeah, and. He wanted to, to fix that problem. It was just kind of a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of approach. Well, and Rune Factory is like, it's much more dungeon crawler RPG story heavy than it is farming game. Yeah. What this guy did was took the farming game and added that layer of dungeon crawling and RPG aspects to mm. the farming game. So it's very much at its core, fundamentally, what Harvest Moon was about. And I, I, I like that because it's like you can spend your days farming and cleaning out your farm or you can go to the mine and mine for shit and kill monsters while you're down there. There's like every character in the game you can develop a relationship with and you can get married and have kids. Like, I mean, it's, it's just it's such an in-depth game. Like, they're coming out with a multiplayer patch and me and Kayla could get married. Our characters could get married. Oh, cool. And shit like that. Like, that's, it's phenomenal. Okay. And you it's, guys both got it? Uh, she didn't get it yet, okay. but she will. And it's it's only for the Switch. No, you can no, get it on PS4. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like like right here. This is the oh, PS4 yeah, yeah, version. Right. Yeah, uh, I, you know, it's a 2D game. It's not like the pinnacle of graphical excellence or anything, but it is a damn good game for twenty bucks. It looks cute. Okay. Fourteen ninety nine, I think, is what it is digitally. It's a great game. I can't. I highly recommend it to you guys as the viewers and to you guys, uh, my co-hosts. You gotta play it. Okay. Yeah, it's something that. I mean, I'm not saying it's the greatest game ever, and you, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. But there's not a bad thing I could say about it on the mechanical side, on the aesthetic side. It's it is yeah. fun to play. Okay. So now, um, Dale. Uh, okay. Or I um, <laughs> shit. What have I been doing? Um, I also bought uh, Golf Story. Hell yeah. I'm I only played I... about maybe about an hour and a half so far, so I'm not that deep in it. But um, I like it. It's very, it's a very polished game. It runs really nice. It looks amazing. It's it's, it's... great that Nintendo is. I because like I don't know how much Nintendo had a hand in that game, but it's I'm glad that they allowed for that to exist on their console. Yeah. And with like full confidence in a developer that had no track record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a nice game. I I want to play more of it. Takes really good advantage of the HD Rumble too, which oh, I appreciate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I got back into Gravity Rush too, because mm-hmm. those motherfuckers are about to kill. Yeah, they're about to kill online in January, which I'm not happy about. So, like, the game's been out for a year. Yeah, it, it, they're killing it on the year anniversary. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't see that as something that makes any kind of sense because. It's not like Sony can't afford the infrastructure for it. It's not like that game doesn't have an audience. Yeah, and it's, it's not like the online is anything that's intense or anything either. Well, no, and it's, it's a like, very passive online like functionality. And doesn't the losing of this online like lose people access to costumes and stuff yep. as well? And they so haven't like, said they're going to like fix it or anything. Well, that's stupid because like because costumes are just an easy way to make money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, exactly. But um, I'm playing Gravity Rush. Uh, 
I've actually been plowing through a couple uh, different animes. I watched... Uh, Sounds about right. My First Girlfriend as a Gal. If, How's that? It's so fucking funny. Is Luna, it? I swear to God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, I watched it dubbed, and I'm... Honestly, I almost want to say, like, watching it dubbed is, like, the definitive way to watch it because yeah. it's just... There's so many, like, good, like, American pop culture, like, references mm-hmm. that, like, I don't think would have been conveyed well with, uh, with like, the original Japanese dub. But it's just fucking funny. <laughs> like, there's, like, 4chan references and shit. Oh, that's it's great. great. Like, <laughs> I mean, see, that's interesting to me because it's, like, a lot of the time when people try to, like, dub or sub something like that, where they try to take, like, culture jokes and adjust mm-hmm. them for the... It loses a lot of its weight because, mm-hmm. like, for instance, I'm sure that show's set in Japan. Yeah. So it's interesting that they made it be able to ring through like that while maintaining the setting and stuff without, you yeah. know, I mean, not to change anything, really. It sounds that's like cool. they took a Ghost Stories dub approach to it. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was about to say. It's like... Ghost Stories is a legendary dub, by the way. Yeah, it's like, it's like Ghost Story, but except... The dub team didn't just say "fuck this entire story." <laughs> okay, they, so they they, they kind of met it in the middle then. Yeah, like okay. there's one part where like uh, the main character and like these girls, like he knows, are like working at like this cafe, and like the owner's trying to get them to like read like these uh, racy ass like uh, erotic novels to people. <laughs> okay, and so he goes through like all these hoops to like get the manager like to not do it. And then it ends up going to corporate, and, like, it gets canceled. And the manager comes in, and so, like, hmm, guess that's another win for you SJW millennials. I lost my shit, dog. Of course. See, that's cool. I like that. That's a kind of self-awareness and stuff that you don't typically yeah. see in anime. Yeah. Okay. It, so that was nice. Um, and you said you, uh, I, I don't know if you were going to talk about this now, but you told me you'd started watching Gamers. Yeah. How was that one? Um, if you're looking for an anime that's actually about video games, uh, like real video games too, yeah. right? I mean, real video games are, are present. Yeah, it's not about video games. Okay, it's really not. Yeah, I, I heard it was really bad. I, I didn't watch um, it, but I heard it was bad. It's not amazing. Yeah, it's just it's convoluted like love triangle bullshit yeah okay. so I, I guess if you don't like that kind of shit yeah it, it's it's it doesn't know what it wants to be yeah. at least that's okay. how i feel okay. i'm still watching it i'm gonna finish it i'm already like <clears throat> 10 episodes in but you see footage of arxis games in it yeah yeah it's because uh, i think i'm pretty sure that the the animation studio has a relationship with arxis or something probably. like yeah, that. yeah you see guilty gear you see persona well, they probably did animated cutscenes yeah. for those games that, not that that's a problem because like I mean, I personally, I feel like Arxis games are like the best games to put in an anime. Oh, yeah. You're not, there's nothing jarring about that. You're just yeah. going from anime to anime, right. you know? It's, yeah. it's a lot less jarring than when you're watching an anime and you see literal footage of Virtua Fighter. Right. Which has happened <laughs> right. a lot. Right, because it's like, this looks... This doesn't, this doesn't add, yeah. add up at all. I get what you mean. But yeah, I watched those two. I started... Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the fucking anime. It's some obscure-ass name, but... It, it's not worth mentioning. I only watched, started watching today. Yeah. Um, what else have I been playing? Probably playing. Uh, I partied with my boy Orifice yeah, last we did. week. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't there for very long, and that was like the start of my sickness, that whole yeah. awfulness. Like, that was the first day I was starting to feel bad. 
But yeah, we uh, played some Smash Brothers, and I got inside your friends with Wario. I yeah, I saw just, that. I, <laughs> I just rode the bike left and right across the stage the entire time. I got drunk and rage quit. Yeah. It was great. Wait, so when, when did this happen? It was impromptu. It was, uh, what fucking day? Last was Saturday. Yeah, it was last Saturday. Oh. Not I like was yesterday. actually, um... My friend Mikey was getting married, and I was supposed to be hosting his bachelor party at my house. Mm-hmm. And, like, three hours before it was supposed to take, t- take place, he called me and told me he wasn't coming to his own bachelor party. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let me uh, hit a couple people up. Yeah, I'm how like, are you going to not show up to your yeah, own bachelor party? Yeah, I'm like, party? well, I literally just bought this booze. Cool. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so people got to come over now. Yeah. It was, I mean, well, I was only there for about an hour because we had a, like I said, it was... I wasn't feeling good. Nobody was feeling yeah. well. We yeah. had the baby. We had to go home and shit. But it was nice to get out. Shit, I was suffering last week too. Yeah, yeah, I was miserable. Yeah, I was just coming off of it when like we had the party. Well, I don't know. Like this, I guess it might even be a good time to kind of talk about it for the viewership and whatnot. Because like it's the the lack of content this past two weeks hasn't been because of animosity between us no. or, or any <laughs> lack of creativity. It's literally just been yeah, inconvenient circumstances. Yeah, we, we've such. just been getting <laughs> fucked over. Just like. Constantly. The change in weather and whatnot. Yeah. And, but, like, I, I'll tell you what, especially, like, if I can continue to ride this, you know, the yeah. high I'm on from quitting cigarettes, like, the content is going to start flowing again. Uh, we're already ahead on where we wanted to be. Yeah. So, like... I actually, um, if you want to, one day this week, I want to get back into the fucking, uh, Gunvolt. Yeah, that's... And, well, uh, I talked to him. We're going to... We're gonna. What we're gonna do for you guys is we were putting out way too many different let's plays and, and all disjointed kinds of orders, and we understand that. We understand that that, especially by the viewership numbers and whatnot, that you clearly weren't enjoying that very much. Mm. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna focus down. We're gonna do whole let's plays at a time, as far as recording are concerned, yeah. and then we'll start releasing to you them to you when they're done, and in order and in sequence, so that. You, if you want to follow along, if that's your thing, it's going to be way easier for you to do that. Yeah. Um, like I had said in uh, the previous couple podcasts, we're going to be starting to break into more like the video essay type deal, the analytical videos, all of that. Uh, I've been in the lab writing stuff for that, trying to get that ready. So I, you're not going to see that for a while, and you're not going to see that super frequently, but you will see it, so keep an eye out. Um, again... Interact with us. Let us know in the comments. Let us know through oh, yeah. whatever, we'll through all of our social media. media. Uh, yeah, We're going to try, especially, because, uh, like, we, we obviously all have our own niches for what we uh, get excited about. Exactly. You yeah. know? So, like, me, for example, I might get excited about stuff, but not necessarily have a whole lot to say about it. Right. However, when it comes to fighting games, I am very much intimately you know, involved, involved with that. Yes. So I'm. Once we get the means, I'm going to start. You know, giving some fucking news and insight as that shit comes to us. Right now, we can't really do it, but uh, especially in the coming year, there's going to be a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah, and, for sure. As far as fighting games goes, for me personally, and obviously with other shit that these guys would be more uh, uh, qualified to report on. But we're going to try and give you update videos that are little small snippets of not what's going on with us, but what's been going on with... Gaming and stuff. Video games. And it's like, we wanted to start that, you know, going over these past couple of weeks, but it, it, just like we said, circumstances didn't really allow for it. It's been... But I feel like we're realigned. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're all back in kind of the same groove with each other. And I'm, I mean, I don't feel sick now, and hopefully we'll all be healthy. But... 
with that being said, I want you to now get to talk about your week and specifically we're going to break down this is going to be something that's separate from the main topic but it's worth talking about because it's kind of been a big deal on the internet the goku versus jiren fight in dragon ball super we can let uh ryusuke kind of just fade into the background (laughs) before that though before that though (laughs) uh things i've been doing these past couple of weeks uh because again i finally stopped playing xenoverse every fucking minute of the day yeah this would be interesting um so what i've been doing um I've been doing some pretty interesting things, actually. Things that are kind of out of, uh, mainly, uh, rewatching of Naruto is something that I never thought I would do. And, well, uh, I see. I've never watched it the first time. Ryusuke's not a very big fan of that because I'm using his Crunchyroll account. And <laughs> I'm up to episode 80 now, buddy, so have fun with that. But uh, the, the, re- the, reason, the reason why I'm watching that is because, like, it. I hadn't watched it in literally 10 years. Oh, Jesus. And it's over now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know... Are you skipping the filler? Or are you oh, watching? yeah, definitely. Okay. Fuck the filler. Why would I watch the... Unless it has Hinata in it. I might watch it then. Um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. She I doesn't get screen time. There was a point in time where I, I, would, I toyed with the idea of watching Naruto. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I went through and I downloaded the whole series, the mm-hmm. first series, and then I went through and found all the filler and deleted it. And man, it was amazing how much of the series just goes away. Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing about Naruto is that it's kind of a meme for people to dislike it because of mainly the cringy fan base it's got. And obviously it's got that. And I'm not going to sit here and say it's a great series either because it's definitely got See, flaws. I'll tell you what, um, the the one thing that I know for certain as a somebody who literally knows next to nothing about Naruto is mm. that it it is good when it's it's no, it's it's great when it's good. Mm. You know what I mean? And then it's just really just mediocre the rest of the time. Yeah. It is not it, it's only sometimes when it's excellent and there's so much of it that that is hard to swallow for somebody. The thing that I'm liking about it so far, and again, I'm watching it as if I had never seen it before Mm -hmm. because a lot of the shit that I've been seeing up until now, I only have very vague memories of. The things I'm liking so far, especially when you compare it to the other shonen that I've been kind of, you know, getting into these past few years as well as coming back into DBZ and stuff, is that the emphasis on what they're doing to get their power-ups, mm-hmm. like their actual training, I think is great. In Naruto? Yeah. Okay. Because, like... It's practical training it, and it, stuff? We're seeing, like, actual, you know, like, growth, and we're understanding why they're growing. It's not like, oh, I trained for a year in the hyperbolic time chamber, so now I'm stronger than Cell, you know? Right. And obviously, I love DBZ, but they never explained why. Right. There was right. never any. There, it was never a, okay. Why are you this much stronger? Because yeah. I is. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that was pretty much it. But at least in this series, like you're kind of seeing shit. And like I haven't gotten this far in my rewatch, but the thing that I always think of when I think about this point is when uh, Naruto is practicing and training to master his uh, his wind element. Because he's he's got an affinity for wind, and uh, this is how his uh, his eventual ultimate move, the Rasen Shuriken, comes to mind. Okay. Because he combines the Rasengan with his wind element, and in order to learn it, like he doesn't got a lot of time, and he's not good at controlling his chakra. So what he learns that he can do is create a shit ton of shadow clones, because each shadow clone learns individually. And when they all release, everything that they've learned come into one body. 
so he can train so so many things at one time yeah. and then c- gather all the knowledge into his yeah. central form. So basically, if he trains at one thing with a shit ton of different shadow clones, then he'll get then he'll master it that much faster. Okay. If he makes a hundred shadow clones and each of them do one push-up and then they all go back to him, they've that one him has done a hundred push-ups. Yeah, essentially. That's the idea. So it's like they're they're explaining why these leaps of power are, you know, it, obviously it's still silly because it's a shonen. Yeah. But the, you're kind of getting. Yeah, I, I, that's one thing. I, like I said, I've dropped Naruto. Yeah, yeah. Totally. About fifty episodes in, you know, I don't like it, but I definitely gave it a chance. Yeah. Um, but I did like the fact that um you were <clears throat> seeing the characters grow. In a way where it was like it wasn't just like taking the next step. It was like yeah. watching them like use their wit and cunning and yeah. learning how to do new things. And, and Naruto is very much that guy. And and the thing is, when I'm watching that series, I hate pretty much any f- like every fight with Sasuke in it. If it's not with Naruto, yeah. I don't like it because it's like Sasuke is just this dude. They give him shit. It's like, oh look, he's the best. He's got this. Yeah, he's got yeah. that. And he's got he can this. Shoot fireballs. He can and that's that's just what he is. And like. Literally during the entire Sasuke versus Gara fight, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, because it's just going to be Sasuke. But then, Sasuke gets his ass whipped, Naruto comes in, and suddenly I'm fucking glued to the screen. Because I'm like, now I'm invested. Because yeah. Naruto has an interesting character. I've seen him get stronger. I'm rooting for this guy. And the funny thing is, rewatching it in these first 80 episodes, I've seen Sasuke win very few. Very little. Yeah, Naruto has beaten the ass of ninety percent of anyone he's come up against. Like fucking, it was him and Sasuke versus Haku. Sasuke gets his ass whipped. Naruto beats the shit out of Haku and becomes friends. Yeah, fucking. Uh, then Naruto faces uh, what's his name, Kiba. That was silly, but it was still kind of cool. We got to see him get his ass beat and still win. So that was good. Sasuke fights a random jobber, beats the random jobber. Okay, whatever. Who cares? Right. He's a random jobber. We didn't even know who he was until this tournament arc. Then we see fucking Naruto versus Neji, which was, like, Neji has been so hyped up at this point. It's like, what the fuck? Like, literally, people are looking at Neji. It's like, well, he's probably the best. He's probably going to win this fucking thing. He's just like, Neji what the fuck? Was pretty can, we talk, awesome. can we talk about, real quick, it was short-lived, but how hyped the fight between Neji and Hinata was. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Don, that, was such a good, that was such a good fucking fight. That that was when Hinata evolved into, uh, hey, look, I can... Yeah, that was such a good <laughs> fucking fight. Yeah. That was a really good fight. And then, like, you felt it especially because, like, Naruto watched that fight, and he was like, I'm going to beat him because of this. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? We get it, it gets announced. Yeah, these guys are fighting next. That... Okay. So now, not only am I rooting for Naruto... Because I want to see him beat this fucking dickhole. Yeah. But now I'm rooting for him because this dude fucked up my girl Hinata. Right, right. And it's like, I need, I need to see this. And then he does. I'm sorry, but Neji's my favorite. Neji's your favorite? <laughs> yeah. Fuck out of here, Trevor. Oh. Ne- <laughs> Neji got his ass whipped, and I love it. It was the, so... At the end of the series, he really got his ass whipped. Oh, really? yeah. Into okay. the grave. So, I mean, he, he redeemed himself by that point. Yeah. But at, at that point, it was like, who cares about that character? Now Hinata's my best friend, you know? There's all this character progression that you do talk about, but they never did shit for Sakura. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, Sakura gets stuff, there. but here's the thing about Sakura. 99% of her character is her obsession with Sasuke. Yeah. And but since Sasuke sucks, therefore she sucks. Yes. Now, when I look at her separate from Sasuke, mm-hmm. I see a character that I could very much get behind. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a melee. She's literally a master monk because she's got healing and, like, she gets taught by Tsunade, so she's fucking throwing bombs and shit, you know? Like, I mean, fist bombs, not, like, actual fucking right, bombs, right, right, right. But, like, fucking punching stuff and it blows up, you know? Like, that's some shit that I like in my female characters. Then she gets this transformation in the form That's, of the 100 that, healings. That is not a transformation. Yes, it is. That is a tattoo on her forehead. But it's a transformation. That does Dude, not tra- she activates the thing it and doesn't then it creates the thing. transform. It's a, it's a fucking, some marker that crawls across her <laughs> face. <laughs> and it's great. That's one of my favorite kinds of transformations. You know, it's, it's like, in my tier list of transformations, you got uh, hair changing is the top for me, obviously. <laughs> then below that, you got what Sakura does with 100 healings. And below that, you got fucking, like, Eyes changing and shit. Oh you know, yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at in my transformation tier list. But yeah, everything is ruined because she loves Sasuke, and that's all her character is. Orphus, what is that illegal substance you have brought onto the set? I took a step back <laughs> because uh, I said I quit smoking cigarettes. I didn't say I quit smoking. <laughs> He's got to toke up, man. He's got to toke. Yeah, I, I was here, not here for all of this, so yeah. I don't know. We, we Did you guys talk, need to talk about We just talked Jared? about ours. No, not yet. Okay. We got up. Uh, Good, now I get to be here for that. Okay, so right, other than that, let's, let's stop talking about Naruto now. Other than that, make it real quick, I recently just bought Dragon Quest Eight for the 3DS. Like recently, as in like within like the past right couple now. hours? I haven't even played it yet, so I'm going to play that. That's going to be awesome. I'm going to go home tonight, fucking crank one out, crank two out. Uh, and then play this, and then probably crank yeah, another one. I'm actually excited to hear you talk about this game because, like, you're getting like fresh eyes on it. You know yeah. what I mean? That's um, awesome. I have very favorites. little experience with this. It's game. One of my favorites, definitely um, my top five. Other than that, the only other game that I've played was uh, Project Eva Future Tone. Hmm. And you liking it? Yes, it is. It is literally the greatest hits of the series. Because mm-hmm. l- let me explain it to you. Um, there's two packs. It's digital only. You buy the game for free. It comes with two songs. And that's it. <laughs> but there's two packs. Each one is $30. Okay. Or or 20 No, 30 Each one's $30. The first pack is called uh, Future Sound, which gives you 120 songs Damn. from the previous... That's a lot of songs in them. Yeah. Like there's a only like game. three games, though. No, there's a lot. You've played three, because those were for the PS3 and PS4. There's actually oh, they, these they are date from the back. PSP ones. Yeah, word the fuck up. Yep. All the things that all the they things that like, were my wallet just oh, got. Yeah. God damn. So so that that's 120. <laughs> so you you got songs like Palette, which I fucking love. You get songs like fucking Black Rock Shooter, which everyone loves. Like lit, like just to give you an idea, I only bought that pack, mm-hmm. right? I went through all 120. And made a playlist of my favorite songs. Not songs that I knew, just songs that I fucking love. Yeah. 39 songs. Damn. You realize 39 songs is how many songs you would normally get in a full game? Yeah. And those are my favorite songs. Okay? That's hype, though, man. The second pack, it was from the Project Diva Arcade games and uh, the 3DS game uh, Project Mirai, right? That's 100 songs. $30. So you get 220 songs in this fucking game for the price of a of a fucking game, 60 bucks, right? 
I love rhythm games, and I'm about to check this shit out. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm so hype right now. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You you guys have never seen me play these games, but I was actually really fucking good at these games. Actually, I suck at Project Diva. I like it, but like, I suck at it. Just to give you an idea, um, I didn't start enjoying myself until I got onto the hardest difficulty of every game. Yeah. Not to say I could fucking rape every song or anything, but that was my casual playing experience. I was like, all right, fucking extreme mode, my favorite song. Yeah, Every time I'd get a perfect, I'd be like, yeah, take a picture of it and shit, you know, upload it online. Because <laughs> I'd, I'd be proud of it, but at the same time, it's like I enjoy it. But then I'd try, like... You know the the final boss song on the hardest difficulty and get my ass whipped. You know, yeah. It it was pretty standard, but I was I was pretty good at those games. Mm-hmm. This game is the hardest in the series by far. Yeah, the like, one the ones that I've played, this game kicks your ass as hard as it can. The timing in Project Diva is so fucking unforgiving, dude. Like, so that's interesting to me. Like, are you are you saying it's hard and that's like a great thing because it's challenging you? It depends on which way you want to look at. Because I already felt like Project Diva was challenging. <laughs> well, let me give you an idea, right? I, I've told you about my uh, my experiences with the hardest difficulty in the previous games. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever failed a song on hard mode. Shit. Okay. Hard mode is one step below the hardest difficulty. See, I I can relate to what you're saying because of Guitar Hero. Yeah. Because it's like it got to a point where, like, not even to toot my own horn, but back in like when Guitar Hero uh, five and six were, or five particularly when it was new, mm-hmm. I was great at that game. Like I'm saying to you that I between me and Kevin, I don't I don't know anybody in Michigan that was better. Yeah. Period. Like. We were really good. Yeah, and they were. Especially yeah. Kevin. Holy shit. And like, <laughs> really fucking good at rhythm games altogether. Well, and it's... It, yeah, he played uh, Step Mania, too. Yeah, and I didn't were get it? as good at Step Mania as he did, but we were both pretty good at that game, too. I didn't know you didn't play Step Mania. Yeah. yeah. We got down, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm saying, like... When his me fingers and, were When lightning. Kevin grew up, that was what we did. I'd go to his house, and we would spend eight hours in his room no, playing Guitar like Hero, or we'd take turns on stuff. And you know what? Yeah, I, oh yeah. One of my biggest regrets <laughs> is not being able to hang out with you guys during the time when uh, when Rock Band and the Guitar Heroes with the drum sets and shit were a thing. Because I, I believe we probably could have had a shit ton of fun oh, yeah. all playing at once. Oh, we did. Me and dude, me and Kevin would sit on the drums and I yeah. sit on the guitar. And we would I, I still remember hours. him on the, on the drums, but like that was still like <coughs> during the later part where I fucking ended up moving away and shit and yeah. fucking I barely ever saw you guys. Good times, though. It was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fucking. Hardest Project Diva game. Uh, it's not unrealistic, though, mm-hmm. but it is also the first Project Diva game with a, a practice mode. Okay. So, so that's w- neat. when you select a song, you can... You can uh, practice sections of the songs? Yeah, you can select to go in a practice mode, that's which the, means which God, means you won't fail no matter how, how much you get fucked, and there's different things you can do to rewind and shit. So, like, you can, you can set a marker and, like, play that part like press a button, go back to that part. Play that part, press a button, go back. Okay, nice. Yeah. Well, and for me, that's useful because it's like if you're playing the game and you're playing the songs and shit, and only one part of the song fucks you up, but it's like say two minutes into the yeah. song, you got to get through the whole fucking song yep. to practice yeah. that one part, yep. and you're, that that sucks. This way, you could practice the parts that fuck you up when they fuck you up. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean. I like. I don't know anything about these games. I mean, hey, you're right though. It's well, mechanically, <laughs> it's true. Well, because Guitar Hero had that feature. They broke yeah. down the songs yeah. into parts, and you could find the parts, and you could. Do as many chains of parts as you wanted for a section you needed to practice, and it was super useful. The one negative thing I'll say about it is that since the graphics are better, Mm -hmm. 
it gives it a more uncanny valley look than the mm. previous games. Because the previous games, like, they kind of had a little bit of cell shading, a little bit, kind of. Yeah. This one is full-blown, like, uh, you know in the last Project Diva game, the opening cinematic? Yeah. It looks like that in gameplay. You not like it? I mean, it, it, it looks good, but, like, sometimes it's a little off. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, it's, again, it looks good because the graphics have increased, but, like, when you look at them, you're like, eh, it looks a little less cartoony, and it feels, ugh, you know, a little bit... Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I think... That, that's actually it's interesting you say that because uh, I had that problem with um, it, it, we love Final Fantasy 9 around here I think that <laughs> it's CG clashes with it's art style yeah. in the actual game somewhat Definitely. and as like I was glad that they didn't put a lot of CG cutscenes in that game because the characters just look really goofy like because it's like it's not cell shaded it's like hi- it's hyper realistic but they're deformed and they're yeah, like yeah they're like yeah, TV characters yeah almost. and it just doesn't look right yeah and I've always that's like literally one of the only things about that game at all Which, that's ever in a sense it's like yeah not cause, I mean when you do think about it, like, they are kids yeah well yeah I mean no and um, that's what I'm saying it's, yeah. like, it's not that it's objectively it's, it's kind of hard to think it's just of them always as kids. was weird yeah. to me. What level of kids are they? Are they like they're 16? They're like 16. I mean, that's, that's teenagers. I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, they're old enough to do porn in some parts of the world, so. <laughs> in some parts of the world. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay, oh, are we going to hop into this DVD? Yeah, set? so. Yeah. We've been hyping it up for like 30 minutes. <laughs> it's just, this ain't even the real topic either. No, it's I know, not. Right? Um, I don't know, right? We're going to a lot too week. long about this, but it's definitely worth noting because yeah. it broke fucking Crunchyroll. It, it did. It's like. To be honest with you, it's Dragon Ball Super's Goku versus Frieza as yeah. far as like the level of hype that people have been building around it. And yeah, it, it was insane. Well, Goku got his new transformation that is probably, as far as in significant terms, like the biggest one since Super Saiyan. Yeah. Because, I mean, well... It, it kind of changes everything. Saiyan God was pretty intense. Yeah, but Super Saiyan God just became a normality yeah. right away. Yeah. yeah. We don't know anything about where this is going to go. Right, correct. Like, the thing about this transformation is that it, it does share similarities with Super Saiyan God in a sense that it looks like a very blatant power-up of his base form. Mm-hmm. Well, it's you guys, when we were watching this today, you made the point that they're, they're moving away from his Saiyan shit being what mm-hmm. he draws his power from. Yeah. And that's that that clicked for me. Because it, like it's like he's just achieving stuff that anybody could achieve yeah. through training and like, powers that exist within right. this universe. Yeah. And it's like... That makes a lot more sense because it's like, you know, it's interesting. Like when I think about this, and I know, you know, I hate on it a lot, and I don't think Akira Toriyama is a good writer. But it's like when you look at Dragon Ball being just about Goku as like an alien out of place on mm-hmm. Earth, and then Dragon Ball Z being about him discovering his heritage and what that means as far as his power, and then now he's discovered like how grand the you, the scale of everything actually is, mm-hmm. and how grand the scale. Of power limits are and it's just the way that the the show's kind of thematically grown in that sense even if it wasn't intentional is interesting there's even a moment in super where goku explains that he's never been trying to save anybody he's Mm -hmm. just been trying to fight the strongest super really (laughs) took and went and made goku less of a hero and goku like is the enemy of everyone else because his thirst for battle is like the reason for this universe ending tournament well they, they also make it a point to let you know that uh, this tournament gave people a second chance because Zeno was just going to wipe out all the universes in the tournament anyway. Yeah. Like, without a, without a chance. But now they have a chance, so... And, and Go- but Goku convinced him to do that, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. 
See, but it's but it's again though, Goku's motivation wasn't right. no, was not noble. It was selfish. Yeah. Let's just, let's yeah. have a tournament. He's I want to. Yeah. yeah, and he's and, always he's always been that way. It's yeah, just he has always been we that just way. always looked at him as the greatest hero because that's the what the show he was. never even looked at it self-referentially. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they never took a look at Goku being just a bloodthirsty, battle-hungry. Well, even warrior. like when he first went Super Saiyan with Frieza, like his monologue was like off yeah. as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I th- uh, I he's like, like he's just all like nigga. I'm the shit. Yeah. I've been the shit. I'll always be the shit. Always be the shit. Who trying to catch these hands? But, For real, dude. But like, Krillin's that fuck Krillin. At least Vegeta so much. Yeah. Vegeta's honest about it. He's like, I don't like that you're better than me. You shouldn't be better than me. You're never gonna be better than me. Yeah. But you're always better than me. Yeah. The thing is, Vegeta is actually uh, has gained a lot of. Uh, Human properties now too. Like he's he's definitely a family man that cares about his fucking family. Well, that's Vegeta is <clears throat> he's just as selfish as Goku is, yeah. but he's also got the capacity to care for other people. Yeah. Goku just doesn't really have attachment to anything. I I, I like to think that uh, that that bump on his head fucked him up in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. <laughs> I really do legitimately think that like he's like, like retarded in some. Yeah, way. literally, Goku's like, just autistic. That's what it yeah, is. Seriously, yeah, seriously, like yeah. he he's good at fighting, and that's it. Yeah. he doesn't understand anything. He else. lacks and empathy on some level. If, yeah. if you look at it, like they he, have shown Goku have major improvements in his farming skill. I'll thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> I think he really has like lost. Like some level of like compassion uh, as like, the oh, series yeah. has gone on, because like in Dragon Ball he wasn't like that. Well, think about their world they live in, man. Like death is not permanent. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like he, had, this That's is the only true. meaning he can derive from his existence. At because this point. even in Dragon Ball, like you couldn't just wish niggas, but no, they weren't just wishing niggas back left and right. I, th- I think because like if you think about it, and that's what I'm talking about with this. This is the natural progression of this shit because there's <clears> a, if they can't die. What's the next thing? Getting erased from existence. Yeah. Mm, yeah you're right, Plus, you're like, right. when, when you think about it, a lot of Goku's personality shift happened after he died the first time. Mm-hmm. So, to like, realize he could come back from the dead. Yeah. The dragon. Well, balls. the thing is, like, even the second time, it's like, nah, nigga, I ain't really trying to come back like that. Right? Yeah, like, the, <laughs> the first, let, me tra- let me chill for a minute. The first time he Take died, he was like, he was like, oh. <laughs> First time he died, he's like, "Oh, this ain't bad." Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I could train for free. Yeah, like, so, I got, that, he's so he's so self-absorbed, like on like such a weird level. That so like, back and and I understand that because it's like when when the afterlife is as good as it is for people who were that you know like good enough to keep their body and shit. It's like fuck. Who cares if the world is destroyed? I just like to say that I could live with them forever. Look at this, and this will this is going to be both a joke and a really serious point. (laughs) If if the fucking criteria for keeping your body fit Yamcha, yeah, you're who the fuck is really like dying for good in that world? Yeah, at least at least the on screen. He's the bottom of the barrel. Like my whole thing is like this nigga Goku said he didn't want to come back. Yeah, and then when he comes back, he's like. Oh, I really didn't come back to see none of you niggas. I just came back to throw these hands. Exactly. <laughs> because now the universe is his plaything because it's like he knows death is like is cool. Yeah. Death well, he's is amused. great. Yeah, every time something more powerful happens, it, it becomes amusing for him. Yeah. And it's like there's a little bit of a like kind of where it breaks up with this theme in the Cell Saga because of Goku's heart disease and them trying to, to shift the narrative towards Gohan. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, the that Dragon Ball Z like 
up to Cell was a very different show than Dragon Ball Z after Cell. Yeah. And so, like, they didn't really focus so much on Goku as a dumb character anymore after that. He was just fighting increasingly stronger shit after yeah. Cell. And that was when it was... But Super's now looked at how that has affected him as, like, a, like on a psycho, psychological level and everything yeah. like that. He... Everything is about the stronger opponent and the, seeing the maximum power he can see and yeah. breaking down his own limits and whatnot. It's just, it, it is interesting. Yeah. It's funny that Akira Toriyama did it without trying yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> now, with finally Goku versus Jiren, we got a Goku who, who's, you know, done. A, I, I'm going to let you take it off because you know more about the specifics of it than I do, you and Trevin. Okay, so. Goku is fighting this fat bitch and <laughs> and just mollywops this fat bitch and it was great. After that, Jiren is like, okay, now I'm going to fuck you up. And Goku's like, okay, well I'll start off fighting a base form and then does nothing. Jiren's just like fucking just fucking letting him hit him in the face. Like whatever. It doesn't it doesn't even tickle. Then he goes Super Saiyan 1. Still doesn't tickle. Super Saiyan 2. And his body moves a little bit. Probably tickles but it doesn't hurt. Then he goes, God, now Jiren's starting to block, but with one finger, so at least we know that these hits might hurt, at least, maybe? Yeah, I really liked how they did this, too. Like, yeah. They showed as go Because, like, <clears throat> they, I, in a way, they've kind of trivialized the transformations, mm -hmm. and, but I, I feel like they have to by necessity, like, because like, of what we've been saying about how it's been a giant increase in scale. Yeah. The transformations themselves become less important so much as how they augment his power. Yeah. And so through the different transformations and him attacking Jiren, we see how much more Jiren has to try. Yeah. So that's a good indication of Goku's relative strength and all those ones. Right. I really liked it. It was really well painted. Yeah. Um, so then, then he goes Super Saiyan Blue. So he completely bypasses three. Um, and now Jiren has to, like, block. Mm -hmm. And now they're, like, going at it. So at least we know, well, we believe at this point that he can kind of make him try with Blue. Right. But Jiren just fucking stomps on him, literally. Yeah, just. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Ken times 20. Right then. I'm like, Super well, Saiyan Blue. <laughs> Why is he just stomping this It's interesting right to now? me, too, because, like, in the Frieza fight, because they're drawing so many parallels here, it's. The Frieza fight, like we said, like, even though we as kids looked at it like it was like a fight against a good against evil and yeah. whatnot, it's like. They definitely emphasize that more. And in this one, it's really just like. Who, who literally who is the strongest it's yeah. not about yeah. anything moral it's not about any kind of like greater themes it's just like we are literally just two raw beings of power and we want to see who's got the most right and I love that because it it, it allows it really to just boil down to what actually happens yeah yeah that's true so Goku still gets his ass kicked yep <laughs> and he's like okay well I guess I'll use the spirit bomb now because <laughs> that's what you do. I've never seen him resort to the spirit, but I'm not fucking fast before. Well, it's because he's never gotten his ass beat that fast <laughs> before. <laughs> yeah, he really was getting that work. So he goes up. He, he takes energy from, like, fucking all of his comrades and shit. He's like, oh, man. Fucking all of them except for Vegeta. Except for Vegeta. Hey, yo, Vegeta was the biggest nigga I've ever seen in <laughs> anime history. You <laughs> said you need $5 for that milk? I got $10, but I'm getting two milks, and you get no <laughs> milks. No, that's really what happened. And then, like, and then Frieza came by and gave him some free milk. Yeah. yeah. Well, Frieza! Right, Frieza. Right, right. That's like fucking... Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to make that parallel here. So, that's going to be too much. <laughs> but I swear. Like, 
<laughs> Who the fuck does that? So that, was, that was interesting. So Goku's getting energy from the spear bomb. He's like, oh no, it's going to take too long. And Jiren's like, do it. This just occurred to me. I'm going to take a little aside here. I think I can explain why Vegeta does and it goes back to what you're saying. He's a family man. Yeah. He doesn't want to die. He doesn't want to... He has something outside of this tournament to be invested in, whereas Goku is literally just concerned with being the strongest motherfucker there. So it's like... That says a lot, too, though, about I mean, where their humanity is. There's not human. Goku and that's Vegeta true. are Saiyans, yeah. and that's another huge thing. He's not a human. So true, like, that's true. Emotionally, he don't got any like anything similar to us emo- like as far as that's concerned. He's physically similar, but they don't think like we do. I mean, and but the, Vegeta thinks more like we do. That's than what I'm saying, does, and I feel crazy. like that him holding his energy back was due to that. That was him trying to be practical. Like, if everybody here, some, something goes fucked up, somebody's got to fight, yeah. and I'm the strongest one next to Goku. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? It's like, it does make sense when you yeah. think about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and he helps in his own way, because when Ribrianne tries to fucking attack Goku when he's in the middle of charging, Vegeta fucking just blasts her ass and was like, no. <laughs> Sit down. Yeah. I do like that they, because like, even though they don't, necessarily overtly show it Goku and Vegeta like have a much like a, like a loving relationship yeah. and I do like how that's yeah. become a focal point of super yeah they're, they're, they're like they're like competitive brothers mm-hmm. pretty much well and it's just that the dynamic between them has changed so much over the course of the entire show yeah. Yeah. and it is really cool that, that it's grown I don't know it's one of the it's the Naruto Sasuke trope but it's one of the best developed ones because yeah. they they got the over the one, really. well, and they got over yeah. the bullshit super quickly yeah. and it became just friendly rivalry at yeah. that point for just you know what I mean it didn't dwell on the like we gotta fight because I'm bad and you're good oh yeah, yeah. it didn't devolve into that forever it yeah. was it, and then it wasn't it, it came back for quicker. a second in the Boo saga but it it dispersed afterwards yeah and, and literally one, like that preceded. One of the coolest Vegeta moments, fucking ever, when he sacrificed yeah. his life. Yeah, like that was great. Yeah, that, and that that was like Vegeta's turning point as a character. Yeah, like, where yeah. you knew definitively that he was on Piccolo tier now. Like, oh yeah, he was one of the Z warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for lack of a better term. Yeah, right? I hate that shit. But uh, <laughs> so so Jiren's like, charge your fucking spirit bomb. I don't give a fuck. I'll take it. That's true. Yeah, give I it really me, did not give a fuck. Yeah, and so he launches a spirit bomb. So like wait. It, it's hitting, G, it's, you know, it's, it's on Jiren. We're seeing, like, fucking flashes of light and shit. And, and the gods are like, damn, this is pretty fucking big. And, <laughs> and then we see Jiren push it back with one hand. Pushes, pushes it back. Never seen a super bomb, or super bomb, a spirit bomb be uh, pushed back. Yeah, ever. the thing is, like, people say, oh, Kid Buu did. No, he didn't. Kid Buu was resisting it. He didn't actually push it back. He got, he just didn't take it. Yeah. yeah. Like, so like, Jiren oh, pushes it back with one hand. Then Goku goes Super Saiyan Blue to push it back. Then Jiren uses two hands. And then Goku goes Kyle Ken times ten. Keeps pushing it back. So then Jiren yells and pushes it back. So he's just using, you know. Then Goku goes Super Saiyan Blue Kyle Ken times twenty. No, ten first. Yeah, no, I, I said ten. No, but then he goes twenty. The peak of his power currently. Pushes it back. Then Jiren's like, you know, fucking, why am I using my hands? He puts his hands down, blinks at the fucking thing, blows back into Goku. Goku takes the shot. Mm-hmm. We get fucking a spirit bomb fucking black hole. We get, like, yeah, we get some, like, visual orgy or some shit, but basically the the spirit bomb's explosion opens up something visually. <laughs> Goku goes inside of it, 
It disappears. Yeah. So, okay, I, I, just, I just have a quick question. So, technically, the spirit bomb shouldn't be able to hurt Goku. No. So does that? What does that so say? The spirit, what does that say? Why about, does, how does that? How do you how, figure? Because the spirit bomb is just straight the fuck up raw energy, yeah. right? Um, and, and it's the, a bomb. The, what he's referencing is that point in the Saiyan saga where Goku tells Gohan to push it back because it's supposed to only hit people who aren't pure heart. But what does that say about where Goku is as a person now? Well, the thing is, like, he couldn't even summon the spirit bomb if that was the case. Like that, okay. the the thing that you're referencing, it has nothing to do with pureness of heart. Really, my headcanon, at least, is he told Gohan to bounce it back because he knew Gohan could, but Gohan didn't think he'd be able to because he didn't think he was strong enough. So he was like, oh, it won't hurt you. You're pure-hearted. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, boom, yay, I did it. I get what you're saying. But, uh, but no, like, it, that thing will fuck you up. Yeah. It's a bomb of just straight-up key. Yeah. Okay. I, I was just confused about that. So... That's what. That's the. I feel like a lot of the consi- inconsistencies in Dragon Ball come from the dub we got yeah. and stuff like the way that they adapted it for uh, our audience. Because like I feel like Kai doesn't have a lot of this problem, yeah. and if it does, because it's like it's like you said, it's probably more so like in joke. You know, nothing is. You're not supposed to take things at face value in this yeah. show. You're not supposed to take them like I said that only the pure-hearted can, can't be hurt by it. You know, because right. Goku's stupid. What the fuck does he That's know? True. <laughs> That's true. You also That's have true. to consider. I just Goku's assumed it was like dumb. Nimbus rules. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, um, they think he disappears. Yeah. They, they think, think he they, dies. They, yeah. They think that Jiren killed him with his own spirit bomb. Yeah. They're like, no, that nigga killed himself. Yeah. No yeah. foul. Yeah, so no and like that would have been that would have been a perfect way like in like a non-entertainment based world where it's like okay the strongest motherfucker ever. Well, Goku died, but at least that means now he's not a factor because he'll get disqualified. Like, that would have been a cool way if we weren't trying to watch it as a Dragon Ball series, you know? Right. Yeah. But since the show must go on, no, nah, it doesn't count because, mm-hmm. you know, that was his attack. He did it. You know, he pro- if that would have hit, it would have killed him, and then he would have been disqualified. Right. Yeah. So now he killed himself, so whatever. You know, yeah, speaking of that, what the fuck was he thinking with that then? I mean, like, the, the way I look at it, it's like... If he's so strong to be able to mollywop Goku... Well, here's what, what I mean. I don't think Goku thought it was... I think it was... Look at it like this. We saw what happened with Kid Buu, like he's saying. So it's like, you're standing on solid ground. He catches the, the ball. It's still moving. It's still got momentum, and it's pushing Kid Buu into the ground, right? Yeah. So I imagine that he threw it at a trajectory at Jiren that if he did that same thing, it would eventually push him out of bounds, which is the objective here, right? Possibly, okay. but at the same Knowing time... Knowing that Jiren could stop it... Because Kid Buu could stop it, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he had to have known that it, if Kid Buu could not take the blast, Jiren's way stronger than Kid Buu. So at least that. The way the way I'm thinking about it is that, again, what we were talking about, Goku was not concerned about the rules at this point. He wanted to beat a strong opponent. So, I feel that. like there's merit to both of those. Yeah. I think it was probably a mix of the two. I feel like it's like if it kills him, it kills him, yeah. but it probably won't. So, I'll Plus, win anyways. If like, it did kill him and Goku got disqualified, at least there's still no Jiren, so Vegeta can handle it. Exactly. Uh, and there's a lot of angles uh, there. Because, like yeah. I said, because Vegeta, there's nobody that's stronger than Vegeta in the rest of the tournament. As far as we know. 
well, like, I mean, the, the other two pride troopers like, might have some uh, might Hit. have some shit to say, but Hit is pretty strong. Yeah. In this next episode, Hit's gonna be the one that's taking on Jiren. Yeah, Jiren. but I, I think he's gonna get his ass whipped. <laughs> yeah. Unless he's like, guess what? I can do it too. <laughs> he, he's gonna be Ultra to, instinct. Yeah. <laughs> right. He, well, he's gonna be able this to is a novelty now. One episode in. Yeah. So now they're everybody's like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. Goku's gone, and then you know we get treated to a little visual where uh, the like sun or whatever goes behind a yeah. pillar, and then as it appears on the other side, lightning starts flashing and shit, and fucking here comes Goku. This, by the way, it was like the coolest Dragon Ball Z transformation I've seen as far as like the actual... I actually think that he looks cooler in this form than he's ever looked before. And it's it's interesting to me because he's it's such a simple transformation. Yeah. His hair is silver. It's not... It's a like a dark gray silver, the same as his eyes. Mm. I'm telling you. You could... It, like in, in places. It's... it And like the silver in his eyes. It He's basically his base form with his hair slightly upturned. But he's got, like, a silvery tinge to his hair and his eyes, and he's got, like, a, like, blue and red kind of, like, like glow all over him. This, to me, pissed. was kind of more so, like, rem- like you, they make, like, a comparison like to the Frieza saga, but, like, to me, this, to me, was more reminiscent of, like, Gohan going Super Saiyan 2 for the first time. Almost, yeah. See, because it wasn't it was such dramatic, a, I don't feel like. It though. was such a... I'm talking about as far as, like, well, what the transformation what does. It's so such a lean and tame transformation. And, like, he's effortlessly doing all this shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like this transformation had a much more direct impact on his overall physical abilities yeah. than anything beforehand. Yeah. Like, he fought differently post this transformation than yeah. he did before. Because if, if you look at it... Because um, it's, like, it's like we said earlier, it's called, uh, what is it, Ultra Instinct? Yeah. Yeah. It's a complete different shift in world perspective. Yeah. And, like, perspective of things. Yeah. It, it is definitely more of a state than it is yeah. a transformation. Yeah. I liken this to uh, Naruto Sage Mode. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think... I, I fully believe that we're going to see this stacked with Super Saiyan, and this could be what makes that alternate colored Super Saiyan, because like everyone's thinking we're going to get Super Saiyan white. The only way I could see it happening, because if you look at this form, the or like he's got mm-hmm. some shit going on. I could see it being white. If you stack Super Saiyan with this form, it might end up being a white color. Well, and you know, we could consider that this might this arc might be the end of Dragon Ball Super, and I'm actually starting to think so because. Oh no, there's more after this. You arc. think so? Yeah, no, that's. What's uh, see? Here's my question then, because Jiren is basically like the strongest thing that he could possibly ever fight at this point. I mean, Unless so was Beerus. Yeah, but I'm saying the only thing. <laughs> but. So all wait, all the universes that are fighting are the weakest universes. There are four that that's don't true. have to fight. Yeah, there are four that are not that fighting. Are oh, okay. So, well, that's and the reason why they're left out is because they have the strongest mortals out of all twelve universes. Okay. So like the original idea behind this was that Zeno was like, These universes are all fodder. I'm gonna get rid of all eight of these and only the four strongest ones will remain. But then Goku was like, Hey, we should have a tournament. He's so like, one oh, of us can right. stay. Yeah. No, so, just I just want to fight people, and he and they put it together. The Grand Priest probably put it all together. Yeah, C- because we, as we've seen, Zeno, the two Zenos are children. Yeah, so nobody really was he cares. ever at once like one person. Yeah, yes. I mean, they are still one person. It's just uh, the <laughs> during the future Trunks timeline, um, they summoned Zeno to erase uh, the Universal Zamasu now because uh, he was a god; he couldn't be killed, but Zeno could erase him, so he did. And they ran away, and Goku was like, huh, 
I have a funny idea. So they go back into this erased time where there's literally a world of void and nothing, and then Zeno's just floating around. And Goku's like, hey, you should come with me. So he takes him to their time and introduces him to their Zeno. And now they're just two of them. They're buddies. Before that happened. <laughs> it's timey-wimey bullshit. Yeah. And Goku's what it is. an idiot. Yeah. He just doesn't... Know. Like, he... He understands power and literally nothing else. Yeah. He understand, his understanding of power is that more of it is good. Oh, so you, you literally haven't seen that because every everyone's afraid of Zeno. All the gods, all the Kais, they bow, yeah, they, they bow respectfully. Goku walks up, picks him up like a child, you know, like talks to him <laughs> like he's normal. Zeno wants to meet with him. He's like, no, I'm, I'm busy. I want to do other stuff. And everyone's like, "What? who the fuck is talking to Zeno like that? And, like, that, that's... <laughs> And Goku's like, all right, I'll give you a present next time I see you. Next time he sees him, he gives him himself. <laughs> <laughs> now there are two Zeno. Yeah. So, That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so this new form, like, the the way that we saw this fight play out was really fucking cool to me. Yeah. Like, because it immediately starts off by showing Jiren doing that glance thing with his eyes that we saw him hit Goku with. But being, us being able to see it, yeah. because now yeah. we're in Goku's new perspective. Yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely insane. It, they went, oh, like, when you're first watching them fight, you're seeing it through Goku's normal, you know, eyes and everybody else's eyes. So yeah. what Jiren does is, in, we can't perceive it. Now we're watching from, you know, this upgraded Goku's perspective, seeing what Jiren's doing and watching everyone else still not able to yeah. see it. So we're, you know what I mean? So it's like, we're made aware that only <clears throat> Goku's had a shift in perspective. Here. My favorite part was the first part. When, when Goku finally gets this form, we're looking through his eyes. He takes a step forward, still looking through his eyes, and suddenly we just see Jiren yeah, he, dodge more, a kick. Yeah. Like, we just see that through Goku's perception, and now, like, it's like, holy shit. It was like, he. it's almost like he acted so fast that he couldn't perceive it well yeah. enough yet. And every time he moved, he'd look at his hands like he didn't fully understand yeah. how he yeah. was moving. It, and in, it was interesting because towards the end of that fight... He, he understood it, and you could yeah. tell that he had, he had got control. It, it was very similar to when he when he got Super Saiyan God in the series. Not in the movie, because it was a different thing. But in the series, like, when Goku first goes God form, like, he charges at Beerus, and he fucking stumbles over himself. Because he's like, this is more power than he's ever, like, fathomed before. Like, originally, when he gained new transformation, like, yeah, that was a crazy increase in power. But this one was so, so farther above that it was that ridiculous. And now we're seeing that again with this transformation or yeah. this state. I just, for me, Dragon Ball, like, I, I'm not trying to be a contrarian. It's just, it's been the biggest detracting factor in getting me to watch Super is that it takes way too long for anything to meaningful like this to happen. Yeah. You have to get through so much shit before you finally get to the stuff that's super exciting. And it's like... He's like a push the spear bomb back and forth for like 10 fucking minutes. Yeah, it's about, even in the one episode, that's what I'm saying. Like, it took... This was over the course of two episodes, yep. and only really the last, like, five or so minutes of it was... Yeah. Anything of substance. That payoff. But staring at it's like, bomb. that's the thing, though, and I mean, I feel like... I feel yeah, like, it sucks that there's so much more build-up than payoff, but there's no... Very few series have that kind of payoff. They're like, as we've broken it down, like they conveyed so well the meaning behind the transformation he took, how much it pushed him forward. Mm -hmm. Like that was 
that was super well done, and that's not super well done in most cases. Yeah. I don't like. I think that my hero did it well with him being able to do the um, full cowl, full cowl, and versus his hundred percent smash. Because yeah. like he doesn't destroy himself. He's not as powerful, but it's a clear. There's a clear difference between him using some of his power and him using all of his power. Yeah. yeah. And they go really they exp- like. They separate that really well. I feel like this was done that same way, and it was done like right. almost systematically. Like you know, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. the way that they built up their fight all the way to this point, it was definitely a very syst- like right. work. Like if if it would have literally opened the episode, Goku like transforming KO Ken times twenty Super Saiyan Blue, fucking getting shit stomped in five seconds using the Spirit Bomb, and that back and forth only lasted two minutes. It probably wouldn't have felt like that big of a nut bust to see this transformation in comparison to the fucking like 40 minutes that we had to sit through in order to get there. You know what I mean? Like the buildup, even though it's long and grueling and I totally understand where you're coming from there, Mm -hmm. but that's what makes, yeah, the foreplay makes the nut. I, no, I mean, I, when you liken it to an orgasm, I get yeah. it because it's like you're not nutting for a half hour; you're yeah. nutting for 15 <laughs> seconds, yeah. and, and then you want to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I get it. It is very much that way. So they approach it like the humans approach their orgasms. I can appreciate that for what it is. Yeah. All right. So originally, this was going to be about yeah expectations versus reality and well, i still want to talk about it you know what's perfect though no fuck that we're not they even ex- talking about they it expect here. you're that. expecting that we talk about that but the but reality, reality is you, you got a dragon ball episode nigga <laughs> hey <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll probably talk about that the next episode though honestly yeah <laughs> we're gonna call it hype <laughs> all right so you know you've been with us oh my god oh uh, god this was a great one guys. this, this, this is like if, if if anyone's gonna have an argument about how we are not organized at all <laughs> this is the episode to do it even though it's literally a great episode no i'll tell you what this was this this was the point for me in a lot of ways because like expectations versus reality is what I wanted this to be <laughs> and it fit so well with what we're actually going to do our expectation was to spend 15 minutes talking about what we were doing with our weeks and talking about Jiren versus Goku and we talked an hour about both those things <laughs> <laughs> so oops uh, follow us on Facebook WaifuCast follow us on Twitter at WaifuCast follow us on Instagram at WaifuCast we are on SoundCloud at WaifuCast we are on iTunes we are on Google Play at WaifuCast. We are on Redbubble. Buy a shirt at WaifuCast Productions. Leave us a comment on the YouTube channel. Let us know what you think. Uh, give us recommendations for topics because I'm, I mean, you guys don't comment very much, but I read them. They'll read them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we you guys will want see to them. talk about something, definitely let yeah, us know. Yeah, please yeah. let us know because we're more than willing and open for suggestions. Yeah. Brandon. <laughs> Anywho, with that or said, or we might just brush a topic off altogether. Yeah, <laughs> we just, hey, we never know expectations versus reality. <laughs> expectations versus reality. With we that are. said, we're gonna go away for a while. But while we're gone, don't ne- forget your wife. Never forget, forget your wife. Eh? <laughs>